Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 142 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is our goals for 2022. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the extremely goal-shy, T.B. Markinson. Hello, T.B. How are you today? I'm loving the way you say 2022. Are you, are you intentionally throwing in an Irish accent? Or is that just coming naturally because you now have an Irish passport? I didn't. I wasn't aware I put on an Irish accent, I have to say. Did I? It sounds like it to me but um as we know i'm bad at accents but every time you say it it kind of transports me back to Delplin, mm, which okay. is a very happy time so yeah. thank you okay no problem it's cute we're cute. gonna we're gonna say 2022 quite a lot this episode so i can try okay can i just skip my portion and we go straight to 2022 <laughs> with you <laughs> all right to stick to the rules of the game uh what have i been up to so miranda mcleod and i are still cracking on with the vela series and apparently because of this series, I now need to dress up as a pretty princess and get it on video. Okay. Well, I, I, I support that. Are we going to have a tutu? A tiara? I, I, I'm, I'm going to get like a crown and a, a, a scepter thing and maybe like a cape. As I mentioned on the last episode, we had that review snafu hmm. where we didn't know people could review. And so when Miranda sent an email out to our subscribers, she promised that if we reached a certain number of reviews... I would dress up as a queen, and then I called her immediately when I got this email in my inbox and said, I don't want to be a queen. That sounds really hard. They have responsibilities. I want to be a pretty princess. I want to be pampered for the day. So, um, and we hit the number, and so the video of me being a pretty princess will be coming soon. We have not filmed it yet, but yeah. Somehow, 2022, not only am I going to be positive, I'm going to be a positive princess. You, I love it. I'm loving it so far. <laughs> 2022, you don't know what the fuck's going to happen. <laughs> In other news, IHL, uh, the website dedicated to sapphic fiction, has had a very busy start to the new year. Uh, we launched the 2022 reading challenge. And we're continuing with the new release newsletter on Tuesdays. We still have Friday feels going and there's going to be another addition to the weekly calendar on IHL this year. Um, we are starting something called Writerly Wednesdays, where we share about uh, a little snippet of the writing life. Um, that's why when I mentioned last week uh, how I connected Lizzie to Mickey Mouse, that's the first installment of Writerly Wednesday. I will drop a link in the show notes. But the reason... We are amping up the productivity on IHL this year. It's because it's a special year for the website. In a couple of months, IHL will celebrate its five-year anniversary. Toot toot! Five years. Five years I've been running IHL. So, um, the good news is it keeps growing. The site visits on the website increase year after year. The newsletter numbers continue to grow. The number of books in the new release newsletter has uh, been blossoming. A lot of people are writing sapphic fiction, which is fantastic. It keeps me busy, but it also makes me happy because it's I'm able to promote sapphic fiction, and it's one of the things I can do to pay it forward because I feel very lucky to have this career, and I'd like to help others. Well, I don't know what to say to that, TB. You are a modern-day saint and a princess. I know, princess. Was, was, 
Can you believe I'm going to be a princess? <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, um, on the on the, I see you're using the term sapphic a lot, and I would just say that. Do, does everyone know what that means? The reason I ask is because I've I've said it to a couple of people recently. Granted, they're not they they were not um, lesbian, queer, bisexual, or sapphic. Come to that, but they had no idea what it meant. So I just wondered. I'm just wondering aloud. Well, obviously, it's a different term to use for lesbian fiction, and it's a bit more um, inclusive because lesbian fiction assumes a lesbian, and it doesn't include bisexual women or uh, non-binary. No, no, no. Uh, I, I, I completely understand that, but I'm just wondering if people know if everyone is it as well known. Basically, is my question. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I guess we'll find out. Can people drop us a note in the comments? Because that's probably a good thing to learn. Yes. Because a lot of us are switching the sapphic because yeah. we want to be more inclusive. Yeah. But it's a good thing to know if people know what we're talking about or not. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just trying to be more inclusive. Look at you. Inclusive, positive, princessy. It's the year of good. It is funny because when I when I started I Heart Lesbic, Lesbic was the, the word, the term everyone was using. And now it's just like, oh, we can't use that. And I'm like, well, I've branded my company that. So now we're going by IHL. But um, on other news, just to keep myself on my toes with the busy start with Vela and IHL, um, I am also prepping the next London novella for release. This is the third one I'll be releasing in a year or so. Um, this one was a lot of fun to write, but I have to admit I hit a few roadblocks when I was writing this one, mostly due to life stress that was sapping my creativity. But I remembered what my guide told me when I was climbing a mountain back in 2013. I was climbing Mount Kinabalu in Malaysia, and I was struggling to make it to the top, and he walked alongside me for like two hours and encouraged me and just kept saying one step at a time. That's how I climbed that mountain. And it's, I've been using that advice in my life, in writing and everything ever since then, because I was able to accomplish a goal, taking it one step at a time. I recently penned a blog post that's going to be featured on Writerly Wednesday about this, but um, it's, it's something we have to remember. When you hit a roadblock, just keep going, even if you slow down. It's amazing what you can accomplish, even at a slower pace. In other news, I've been binging Ted Lasso episodes. Now, everyone recommended this to me, like, last summer. And usually when that happens, when people, when everyone's like, oh my gosh, you have to read this book, or oh my gosh, you have to watch this television show, I usually get around to it late in the game, and then I'm like, I don't understand the big deal. Why, why, is, why is this the must-read or must-see? Honestly, Ted Lasso lived up to all the hype. It, it was so funny. I watched it. I binged it over uh, Christmas, and it was like the perfect show because it was like Christmas, and we actually had some snow on the ground, and it was it was cold, but I was inside under a warm blanket, and I didn't have to work that day, which was lovely. <laughs> and I watched Ted Lasso, and it just made me smile and laugh the whole time. It, I really encourage people to watch it. Okay. Yes, uh, I, I've only heard good things about it, but um, it's only available on Apple TV over here. It's not going to happen in our house. So we're 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 Apple averse. I don't know what to say to that. No. That seems like a negative. You're <laughs> positive. You're being very negative. You know, the thing is as well. I've got enough streaming services with the shows I haven't watched, so I might get round to it in a couple of years. You never know. I uh, 
I bounce around with the streaming services. Like, I'll sign up for one, and, like, I plan out, like, what I want to watch on that, and then I'll cancel it, and I'll go to another one, and then I watch what I want to watch. But, yeah, it's hard, because, like, I remember as a kid, like, I would ask my parents, oh, can we get this channel? And they go, oh, no, it's too expensive. And for a while, cable was very expensive, and then it got cheaper for a brief period of time, and then they've just made it complicated the hell out of it again, and now it's really pricey again. <laughs> I'm not happy about this situation. TV, when I was a kid, we had three channels, so the, the, the situation was, was pretty simple. You didn't have cable? <laughs> no. There was no cable in the UK for a very long time. We went to four channels uh, at one point, but yeah, no, I think uh, right until, uh, up until in my 20s, we only, there was only four channels available. <laughs> now, I remember when we moved to uh, London. And when we went to go buy our TV, and I was like, well, do we need cable? And the person was like, oh, no, you get it just by, you know, we, we plug some a cable in. And then um, I went home, and I was like, we only have four channels. I don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> so that's what it was like when you were growing up. Yeah. Actually, only three, because Channel 4 only came. I don't know when that started, but uh, it wasn't when I was a kid. Wow, this is, like, very Charles Dickens-esque. <laughs> Where you just like, please, sir, I have some more... Cable channels. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't even know what the word cable meant. Well, I knew what a cable, wow. I knew what a cable was, but you know. Anyway, there you go. I only lasted like a week before I ordered Sky. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I did not know your childhood was so rough and tumble. It was. It was. Well, yeah. How did you survive? I survived on gruel and three TV channels, and we didn't even get this. No remote control, and me being the and me being the youngest, I was the one who always had to get up and change the channel. So was that your name for like the first 20 years of your life? Just remote game, remote control, go. <laughs> Pretty much. All right. Well, now that we've gotten a glimpse into your past, yep. how is your present going? <laughs> it makes it sound like I was uh, alive in the Dickensian era. I wasn't, but, um, you know, a few years on. My present TB. Well, we are recording this early. So, but when this comes out on January the 17th, I will have just returned from my writing retreat. So hopefully... I'll have upped my uh, writing workout for this month. That's the theory. It's happened every other year, so I have no reason to believe that it won't happen this year. But it was interesting, right? I was looking back when I was doing my goals, I was looking back on how many words I wrote in 2021. Now, uh, as regular listeners will know, I had a very, um, I had a, a lot of family uh, drama going on in the background in 2021. And so I had like um, unintentional breaks um, to deal with that. But still, I wrote 20,000 words more in 2021 than I did in 2020. Isn't that interesting? I wouldn't have guessed that, no. I'll be honest. No, me either. But I think the thing is that in 2020, I wrote three books, right? And I wrote, oh, I don't know exactly how many it was. I think it was about 240,000 words, three books. But in 2021, I only wrote two books, but I wrote 260,000 words. But you see, the thing is, in 2021, I started three of the books that I haven't progressed with so <laughs> it just goes to show that you can write you can set yourself a word goal target and you could write those words but unless they're words that you're going to use in some kind of project uh you know they might not be furthering your business goals or your writing goals so interesting i do ha think i'm going to pick up on one of the books i started last year and turn it into a project this year so they weren't wasted but it was just interesting that i thought uh, I'd written more, le far less last year, and I hadn't. 
that is interesting. And um, are you only going to pick up one of those projects you started? Or are you going to let the other two just keep simmering in the background in your brain? And maybe, maybe they will be resurrected? Maybe, maybe. But I think I'm going to definitely pick up the one that I'd written like 30,000 words on. Because, you know, I reread it I, and, yeah. <laughs> I have to start there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one I'd written 7,000 words on, not not quite as fussed on. But the 30, yeah, let's, let's pick that one up. Um... <laughs> So anyway, so a little polished. yeah, yeah, change a name or two here and there, and away we go. So what else have I done? Um, so I've been doing the writing. Um, I also did my 2022 schedule and finalised my goals, which we'll get to later. I paid my taxes. Oh my god, I've done all the fun things this time round, um, and uh, I did my first hit session of the year and almost vomited mid session. It was that hard. I am out of shape. <laughs> I think I, I said I restarted with the personal trainer uh, just before Christmas, and I'm um, carrying on with that. But this was one I did in my in my house, and I think I did it like on January the first. And we didn't have a big New Year. Um, I wasn't hungover or anything, because because uh, my wife had COVID, so we just sort of sat in. But yeah, I got up, did a hit, and uh, yeah. <laughs> really thought I was going to vomit you know that sort of when you really push yourself hard and exercise so but I didn't so that's a win look at me being all positive for January TB it would have been not funny for you but for the rest of us if you actually did vomit I yeah. remember walking through uh Kensington Gardens in the Hyde Park around this time of year and the people who would sign up for that like military boot camp in the park <laughs> yeah I've seen many a people vomit from that and I'm always like eh, eh. <laughs> I know it's not a nice thing to do but it's hard not to laugh. <laughs> yeah. I tell you what, I, I did a PT session this morning and um, my God, my PT did, she worked me hard this morning. I was, I was squatting like a bastard. Sounds like you got a start of an erotic short story Maybe. there. <laughs> that would be, oh no, that's just weird because my PT is my, is a friend of mine as well. No, no, crashing on, crashing on. Comments, comment monitor. <laughs> All right, again, I, I need to mention, uh, we're recording this episode after the one we just did and so i still have not checked the emails or the uh twitter messages so we'll get to those bear with us uh, um okay first up we have angie angie says hi tv i recently started listening to lesbians who write and am so enjoying it i'm learning some helpful tips as a brand new lesbian author and thoroughly enjoying the entertainment factor too you make a great deal makes me want to find my own pod pack uh, let me start over makes me want to find my own podcasting buddy with a cool accent I look forward to checking out your books. Thanks for thanks for all the inspiration. Yes, I, I highly recommend if you're going to find a podcasting partner, find one with a cool accent because she says 2022 and each time I just giggle. <laughs> I, I Angie also wrote that to me. Uh, she actually said that my voice sounds like liquid silk, which I quite Ooh. liked. Yeah. I didn't get that, so mm. I'm glad you added that. Mm. Yeah, liquid silk, that's it. I'm gonna, can I steal that and put it in the book? You can have have it have have it away, have away with it. What? What? <laughs> it's like we it's like we don't know words. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My next comment is from Fury from Twitter. This is when I was checking Twitter before <laughs> before our break. Fury said today I had run some errands by bike. I checked my emails and saw the one with the last uh, lesbians who write episode. And I'm going to be honest, I'm not into podcast at all, but I thought, why not? I'm glad I did because one, it was one of the funniest, enjoyable uh, bike rides I've had. Oh, 
Claire, you'll like this next part. Fury said, the content got me hooked, but I'm going to confess that Claire's voice is now my guilty pleasure. There's something I can't quite put my finger on it about her timber. Anyway, now I have 130 plus episodes to catch up on. Wow, Claire, your voice has become worldwide famous. Well, yeah, apparently. And also remember, do you remember that uh, listener who wrote in and said that she uses it to lull herself to sleep? So, you know, I have many uses. Again, we're going back to that erotic short story. (laughs) All right, we have a comment up from Brandy. Brandy says, like TB, I didn't set any goals other than to fight my anxiety and depression. Then one day I remembered a chance meeting with a lady I had met at a woman's shelter a few years back and the hug we shared. I remembered how perfectly our bodies fit together. When I got home that night, I tried to write a poem. It was a no-go. I then thought of writing about being trans, also a no-go. Reading a poem I wrote years ago, the light came on. It takes two to make one. And so I embarked on my first novel, A Romance of All Things. I'm now flogging it to publishers. Its title is a perfect fit. In the meantime, I have finished a second and I'm working on a third and fourth. Hearing TV talk about not having a goal is like being, is kind of like being a pantser in the only way I could write. And we encourage you. It is interesting how sometimes when you attempt a project at one point, it's a no-go, but then things kind of click in place if you keep going. So keep writing, is what I say. Just keep going. Yes, that's another thing we always say, isn't it? Just keep going. So yeah, that is a perfect example of not giving up on what, on a writing dream. So thank you for sharing that story. And then we have one final comment before I get to buy us a coffee. We have a comment from Michael who wished us a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And same to you. I know we're late, but same to you. (laughs) Or maybe we're ahead for this year. Yes, yes. Happy New Year for next for 2023. Um, I've got one comment um, from Sherry. She says, I don't know if you remember this TV, two years ago Sherry wrote to us and she said she was just started writing her first book. It was set in a restaurant. Covid just hit and she said, should she carry on writing it as if Covid hadn't happened? And we said, fuck Covid, just keep going. Ignore Covid. Just write the book as if Covid never happened. She listened and some other obstacles got tossed in her path, but she just kept remembering our advice and she just kept going. Well done, Sherry. And now her book, The Seductress Trap, um, is coming out, uh, actually, this is out on January the 17th, so it's come out last week. Hooray for Sherry, uh, published by Bella. So well done, Sherry. And she just says, thanks for for the show and all the encouragement and literally instilling me with the courage to keep going. Well, we have some really nice comments this time. We did. And apparently you have like the sexiest voice. Uh, Liquid silk, TB. I bet you'll find. (laughs) I forgot what it was. (laughs) So I went with sexy. Uh, Sherry also says um, maybe we'll get a chance to meet in Albuquerque because she's going. Fuck COVID. Oh yeah, I forgot Albuquerque's this year, isn't it? Albuquerque is where the GCLS uh, conference is being held this year. uh, And um, yeah, we're not sure if we're going, but um, Sherry's going. I did look up. They do have, because I know how much you enjoy American diners. They have quite a few Mm. in Albuquerque that I think you might be interested in if, you know. If I need to sweeten the pot at all. <laughs> you did send me some nice diners, but I'm waiting to see how COVID pans out. Fair point. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, buy me a coffee. What you got? All right. We have Deb who said, 
said, uh, bought us a coffee and said, Happy New Year. I've learned a lot from your podcast. I hope to publish my first book in 2022. Thanks to your sage advice. So we wish you the best of luck. And our advice is just to keep going because apparently it's worked for other listeners. Yeah. And us. Genius. I know. I know. Let's be honest. Did you ever think genius and me would go in the same sentence? Anyway, should we get on to the topic? (laughs) (laughs) The topic today is um, our goals for 2022. So, uh, (laughs) if I said it in an Irish accent, it'd be 2022. Sure. I don't know. It's just sounding, well, I don't think that's a legit Irish accent. (laughs) No, I (laughs) know. Every time I try and do an Irish accent, I'm I'm unconvinced by myself, I've got to say. So I need to take some Irish lessons before I go to Ireland, right? But anyway, 2020... You did it from your mom, though. Uh, yeah. She... I could. I could. Yeah. Because every once in a while, you do kind of slip into it. So mm. I, I was wondering if it was your mom's influence. Because yes. she is actually Irish. She's actually born there. And my yes. grandma... My... Waterford. I think if I remember correctly, they have a good hurling team. Mm. Ooh, nice nice place yeah well so my grandparents were very uh you know they never lost their accents they came over in the but my but were in their 30s but my mum was 12 so she lost her accent but she can still do it she's still proper yeah. irish anyway the topic after the year we had in 2021 i don't know if you agree tv but i'm gonna put 2022 on cruise control i'm not expecting too much from it but I'm going to go into it with an open mind and I'm going to get what I get done but if it doesn't get done so be it and I know that really I could benefit from a year of just saying whatever a bit like you did for the last year How I think I... my phrase was what the I don't fucking care or something like yeah, that yeah I think I think your phrase was actually fuck it fuck yeah, it yeah but having said all that I'm still a Virgo and I still like lists and I still like order so goals I made don't think you're getting the whole um, definition of fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> For me, I think I need to make goals, and if I hit them, great. But I'm, I, I am making, I am uh, making more allowances this year. But I, you know, having said that, I think I did think it was interesting about uh, the writing and how much I did do last year, but just not on the right books, or maybe just I wasn't in the headspace. Anything else to say in introduction? I'll, I'll give you my introduction. Okay. So when I started thinking about our, my goals for 2022, I remembered last year when I said, fuck it, I'm not making any goals, any, any goals, any, I don't know what that phrase was, but we're going to go with it because fuck it. <laughs> and then I ended up having a really productive year, one of my most productive years. So now I'm hesitant. Do I make goals for 2022 and set myself up for failure or do I just set sit back and listen to your goals i'm not sure but um i i did i did draft some stuff but it's i want people to take it with the fuck it frame of mind that if i don't reach these goals fuck it but i did come up with some stuff i need to do okay and i think really that's what we're both saying right this is i did an ideal world all this would get done but we're not living in that world <laughs> no. and I don't think we're going to the whole of this year so um, bear that in mind but with that in mind here's the first bit of my list writing and publishing goals so uh, my writing goal is to write three books I am writing a Christmas romp 
and uh, it's the one I'm romping through right now. So I'm doing it. I'm doing it kind of out of order because I'm writing this one first, whereas really I should write the book I'm going to launch next first. But no, this is just how I'm doing it this year. So I'm writing a Christmas book. I'm writing the final book in the London Romance series called London Ever After, unless I think of a different title. And I'm writing an as yet untitled book, but I know the premise for it. So I'm pretty confident that I'll get it done. Famous last words, eh? The last London book. Mm. That kind of that kind of did a little dagger to the heart for me, I'm going to say. Mm. Wow. All good things come to an end, TB. Do they have to, though? Yes. That's my writing goals. And my publishing goals are to publish all those three novels and also do some more translations. So if everything goes to plan... I think I should have two Portuguese and one German uh, translations coming out this year. Um, but I'd like to get some others on the board. They probably won't be uh, published this year. But I'd also like to try and get another country or something on board. But it's in the it's in the works. We'll see what happens. You have 190 to choose from. Just throw a dart at the map and go for it. Okay. By the way, if there are people listening, don't actually follow this advice. This is terrible advice. <laughs> Unless it's Claire, then do it. All right. Should I do my writing and publishing goals? Do it. Okay. All right. Now I'm in the hot seat for the writing and publishing goals. So I will be continuing the Vela project with uh, Miranda McLeod because uh, we've committed to that, and that is going on for the entire year. Okay. I'm going to be doing a lot of Vela. Mm. So, yeah, so I get to spend a lot of time in London, which is nice. So we, we set it up where we're telling the stories of four American expats. It's kind of like Sex in the City but in London. Okay. Sounds so, good. Sounds good. So, yeah, there's going to be drama. There's going to be, you know, hearts broken, love, ever after, blah, blah, and all this stuff in between. You would think I would know more since I do write romance, but that's all I could think of <laughs> on the spot. And other writing news, I have one new release that's almost out the door. As I mentioned, I'm prepping the uh, a London novella. I might already have one book in the bag by the time we roll into February. Mm, very exciting. Yeah. Now, I should mention, this is a novella, so it's only 30k, so it's not, um, <laughs> it wasn't that hard. <laughs> but still, it's something to add to the backlist, and as we keep talking about, um, our backlist pays the bills. And then I have some audio news, audiobook news. Are you, did you break out audiobooks on your, on your little, uh... It's my next category, so... All right, I'm going to hand this back over for you to go to the audiobook news. Okay. <laughs> so I, don't you, wanna, I don't want to slide in ahead of you. Are you done, though? You just said that you're going to carry on writing Vela and you're going to release a novella. Oh, shoot, no! Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you're saying fuck it, TV, but... <laughs> but I'm like, it's a bit weird. She's only re releasing a novella? <laughs> no, I missed the whole paragraph. <laughs> that would be nice, though, wouldn't it, if oh. I was done by February? Yeah. Oh. No, um, also I have a couple standalone novels that are on my writing docket for the year. As we know, the standalones make a bit more money, like um, Lizzie books or novellas, they don't make a lot, so you kind of have to balance them out. So I will be writing a few standalones. I know the topic of, or what one of them is going to be, but I'm not sure about the other, so we'll see how far I get. But I, would, I'm now, I now have that. I want to end work in February, and I don't know how I'm going to get past that. Okay. Uh, my next category is podcasting and audio. I threw them both together this year. We're going to carry on with this podcast, Lesbians Who Write. We love doing the show and we hope you love it too. 
They do because they keep wanting to figure out how to get the other hundred other episodes past our hundred. Yes, yes, excellent. And I'm going to publish three new audiobooks. So one of them is Change Your Heart, which um I've had the I've had the devil of a time trying to find a narrator for. I have to say, I have asked two different people and they couldn't do it for one reason or another. But I've just had a um, a narrator come back and um, she sounds pretty ideal to me. So I'm hopeful that I can get this one finally commissioned. And then I'm going to add the uh, two upcoming releases, the final London book and um, the as yet untitled one. The festive, the festive book, I'm not sure because I haven't done any festive books in uh, audio. I don't know. It's a weird one, isn't it? Because I know you have and you said that you would. And maybe I will try and bite the bullet and get Christmas and Mistletoe done this done this year because you know what? Over Christmas, Christmas and Mistletoe so, can't say it. Christmas in Mistletoe sold a fuck of a lot of copies, so Weird. Weird, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> so do you think maybe if you like timed like an audiobook release for like October, it That's would sell even more? Maybe. I'm just, you know, thinking outside the box here. <laughs> so I might do it this year. I would recommend it. Um, I know uh, Life and Bits has sold a fair bit of copies, and so has Holly and Ivy. So, okay. I mean, it does slow down during parts of the year, but they both picked up over Christmas. Weird. Wow, I weird. haven't put my finger on the why. That's <laughs> the why. All right. Is it my turn to talk about audiobooks? Yes, it is. Half my list? Yes, it is. All right. On the audiobook front, I have one book currently under production. That's the latest uh, Lizzie book. Uh, Stephanie Murphy, who narrates all the Lizzie books, is working on it. But I've also reached out to two new narrators that I have not worked with before this year, and both agreed to work with me. So I'm pretty excited to announce that um, Abby Creighton and Angela Daw will be narrating uh, books for me. Not together. They'll be separate books. Um, and they're really popular in our genre, so I'm, I'm very thrilled. That they said yes. Yeah, no, they're they're very popular names, so that's good, good selection. Obviously, I can never use them because they're all, all American. So you could write an American novel. I could, but I did it once and it nearly killed me. So probably not. Same with the British novel I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm like, no, never again. Like we don't speak the same language. <laughs> you know. But um, you you stole my podcasting. Oh, sorry. Are you going to carry on? Well, now I have to. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we have pe- we paid for the website for the year, so we may as well. I think I paid for five years. Oh my god, Dana! You told me too. <laughs> oh wait, or was that my other website, the one where the domain kept shutting down? And I couldn't get my email. Mm-hmm. I can't remember because I went I went five years on one of them because I was tired of worrying about it every year. All right, get back to me. I'll let you know. All right, health and well being is my next uh, my next little category here. Uh, I am going to keep up the yoga. Um, I did really well last year, so um, I'm going to keep it up. I did it this morning when I got out of bed. Uh, it keeps me bendy and able to write, so those are two very good reasons, TB, to keep the yoga up, right? Uh, I'm going to keep up my PT and my regular walking. Um, I've even considered running again, but I'm not sure. I'll see how my knees hold up with the uh, PT. Well, if you do run and puke, can you get it on video? <laughs> yeah. Asking for a friend. It's, it's a- <laughs> I used to, I, sometimes, you know, when you're in running, uh, I like it. Quite often my body doesn't like it, so I don't know. We'll see. My, my health and well-being goals haven't really changed, really. Um, have have planned holidays and breaks. Um, I already have a trip planned to Jamaica in April. Fingers crossed we're going to be able to make it for my niece's wedding. My wife and I have booked a trip to Paris in May for our wedding anniversary. Let's see how those two go. 
I'm being optimistic, aren't I? Well, everyone, cross your fingers and toes so they can go away. How many times has this wedding been rebooked? Um, no, 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 this one hasn't been rebooked. This is, this is the first time she's tried to get married. Oh, good for her. And fingers crossed because of interesting times. Mm, yes. Interesting times. Indeed. But your family likes to get married in Jamaica. Is that a thing? That's the second wedding in Jamaica. Um, you, you skipped over. I I had another work goal and you went right to health and well-being. Oh, Look at you being all... Sorry. All super healthy and okay. not focusing so much on work. But no, I, I had a marketing and another writing front, but they're combined, goal. I have a summer project that I uh, lined up to be working with some really fab authors. It's going to be a pride collection where we're all going to write stories centered around pride. I mean, there'll be our own stories. We're not co-writing, but it's going to be, you know, in a collection together. We're going to release them in a series. And I'm really, really honored to be working with. Are you Are you curious to find out who I'll be working with? Go on then, tell me. I'm really honored to be working with Bryce Oakley, Nicole Pyland, Haley Cass, Cara Malone, Max Ellendale, Hildred Billings, Lily Seabrook, Lucy Bexley, Erica Lee, Monica McCallan, and, of course, Miranda McLeod. I am really honored to be working with the, the group of authors, and there are some uh, really best-selling authors in uh, the sapphic fiction world. Yes, indeed. Yes. No, that's that's very exciting. You know, a pride collection. I'm surprised that hasn't been done before, really. I did shudder when you said that. Is it a short story? No, it's not a short story, but um, uh. I can't remember the word length we all agreed to, but it's not like full-blown magnus opus. It's like 40 to 50k or something like that. Okay. Okay. Cool. Exciting. I did actually have some more work goals, but I just decided to slip in the health and well-being first. So I've got business goals now. I'm going to be uh, trying to schedule a few more price promotions on different websites and also on my own web shop. Um, I've got a few ideas, so I'm excited about that one. Um, I'm going to uh, try and do some author events, IRL and online, because um, I enjoyed the ones I did online last year. I'm going to be going to the South Coast Lesvik Hangout in May, which is near Gatwick, um, for starters. So let's see. Fingers crossed that that happens. Oh, is that happening in person? Yes, at the moment. All right. And where's that? Where, where near Gatwick? It's um, in a place called Crawley, which is about sort yes. of three or four miles outside Gatwick. So it's quite um, convenient for people to get to and lots of cheap hotels if you want to come and um, hang out. Hang out with a load of uh, British lesbic authors, I suppose. Um, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know. There might be some. Is anybody coming in from America? I don't know. It's right by the airport, TB. <laughs> There you go. That would be easy. Yeah, that would be easy. Isn't Crawley, isn't that where Robert Smith from The Cure is from? Oh, maybe. I don't know. Dinner. What kind of music journalist are you? <laughs> I had a friend in high school who had a mad crush on Robert Smith and learned everything about it, and I heard a lot. And I think Crawley's ringing a bell. I'm not 100% positive, oh. but um, yeah, my friend was really in love with Robert Smith for okay. a very long time. Okay. My aunt I always thought it was an odd crush. My, well, he was quite famous. Uh and gothy, if you like that sort of thing. My uh, my auntie lives there and my cousin, that's what I know. Um, yes, so business, uh, that. And um, I'm going to try and look into my Clifton strengths as well and see how they can help me. So we'll see. I've also got advertising, but, you know, it is the year of um, if it happens, it happens, TV. <laughs> 
I can't believe you added advertising again. Like, have you not learned? You know how you've reframed January in your mind? Get rid of advertising. You don't like it. I've got rid of short stories, but I can't get rid of advertising. <laughs> you need to you need to you need to break up with advertising, Claire. Okay. It's a it's a toxic relationship. Okay. And you need to let it go. <laughs> But if you do figure it out, can you run my advertising? Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> All right. I have some more business goals as well on on the IHL front. Um, as I mentioned, we launched the 2022 Reading Challenge. So we have that going. We have the new release newsletter going, the Friday Feels, the Riderly Wednesdays, and we're celebrating our five-year anniversary this year. So a lot going on in the IHL world, a lot going on. And it's exciting. I can't believe when I, when I figured out a few months ago that it's been five years. It hasn't felt like five years. It's a really long time. And I started with nothing. <laughs> like, honestly, I think the first newsletter I sent out went out to like 10 people. <laughs> and now it goes out to thousands of people. Mm. So, um, yeah. So I can't believe that that is five years. No, well, well done. Well done, sapphic fiction. And another business goal, this was one I had in 2020, but then the world like ended and I put a lot of stuff on hold. I finally hired a virtual assistant. Finally. I wanted to for a very long time, but I, um, with the rating challenge on IHL and everything, I definitely needed an assistant. And so also I'm hoping our, uh, the virtual assistant can help me manage the uh, Lesbians Who Write Twitter account because I don't know if anyone's noticed I'm really bad at the social media for um, the podcast. So I'm hoping I could task the virtual assistant and not keep dropping the ball on that because I do feel bad when I remember that I forgot to share the episode. But um, so much going on. I need help, mm. so I'm hiring help. Okay, good. That's a good. That's a very good idea. Well done. Yes, you only have so many hours in the day. Yes. So sometimes you have to. What's it called? Delegate. Yes. Final category for me is called fun stuff. TB. <laughs> first one is baking I want to master cinnamon rolls and make honeycomb so um, cinnamon rolls and honeycomb are two of my favourite things so uh, I want to make them can I come over to eat them? okay <laughs> what's honeycomb? <laughs> oh we've had this before do you remember I like honeycomb ice cream and you didn't know what it was hokey pokey maybe? I don't remember <laughs> I don't know what hokey pokey is. Hokey pokey is a dance here. Okay. Oh, I don't know what I don't know what Americans call honeycomb. Well, I thought it was hokey pokey. Mm. Anyway, it's a load of sugar that that is right, I'm in. That's, I'm in. that's cooked in a honeycomb style fashion. I'm gonna look this up. I can only remember the honeycomb cereal, and I'm imagining you're not making American breakfast cereal. No, no. But anyway, those two things. Um, oh, the other thing I'm doing, and I've never done this before, right? So I'm going to set myself a reading goal. Because I think that reading, you know, it helps your writing, definitely. Um, and I don't know how many books I read in a year. I don't know. I would guesstimate about 30-ish. So I'm not a slacker when it comes to reading. And I go through, like, spurts when I'm reading a lot. And then sometimes I'd go for a few weeks when I don't read anything. So, but I'm, um, I'm trying to consciously not get caught up in social media you know like the doom scrolling I'm trying to push that off and I'm I'm succeeding thus far and I've got like a, a um, my library app on my phone so I've been reading a book on my phone um, for the first few days of the year so that's been quite quite good so um, yeah I've set myself a reading goal of 52 books a book a week 
I've set my goal at 50. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. We both have a reading goal. Hmm. I've never had I a I don't remember that last year. No, you had one last year, I think. I, you, or you just said you wanted to read more. Yeah, and it failed miserably. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't. So, uh, yeah. So I decided this year it, it works for your writing, so read more. Absolutely. And 52 books, that's, that's a good goal. That's a healthy goal. All right. And one final one. Um, I want to look into investing. I don't know if this should come under fun stuff, but, um, you know, I've never done it before. So let's see how it goes. Do you mean like investing in like the stock market? Yeah. Like, are you going to do individual? Or are you going to do individual trading? Or are you going to go into like a... Uh... It might be one of the books I read. <laughs> okay. So uh, curious, I'm curious if you do individual investing. I, I had one, because uh, I do some mutual funds with my uh, retirement account, but there was one uh, fund I invested in individually, and it um, was a penny stock, and I ended up making a killing. I made like $1,000 and after only investing 100 and then I decided to hang up my investing hat because um, I wasn't going to beat that. I imagine I'd probably pay someone else to do it. I would recommend. Yes, <laughs> but I, I feel I feel like kind of a grown up thinking about this. It's about time, really, isn't it? All right. So, is, is are those your goals? That's it. You're you're ending with investing. Mm-hmm. Bold choice, Claire. Mm. Bold choice. Thank you. All right. So, my the goal I'm ending with is um, to manage my mental and physical health. So um, you're going make money, and yep. I'm going. I want to be zen. <laughs> We have switched spots, definitely. Well, I was then in the middle, though, with my yoga and my PT, right? So, you know, it's all about balance, TB. Balance. Um, again, my big focus for 2022, is, which also was my big focus in 2021, is taking care of my mental and physical health. So those are my big goals. I have other stuff, but those are the ones I'm really, really aiming for. I think that's what all of us should be aiming for in 2022. Yeah. I think, you know, when I looked into it, last year's goals and this year's goals, they haven't changed that much, really. You know, it's the, it's, I, I still enjoy doing this career. I still want to do it. So, you know, I want to, want to write more books, publish more books, and try and stay healthy and sane while I do it. And bake some cinnamon what rolls. All right. So um, do let us know about your goals. Are you going to try for anything in 2022? Or are you just thinking, oh my God, no. But, you know... Even if you write them down, you can shoot for them and you might get half of them. And that's a good thing. Every, every step counts. Yes. This is what my guy told me when I claimed a mountain. Every step counts. Do let us know uh, what you think and what your goals are on the website, lesbianswhowrite.com. Email us, lesbianswhowrite at gmail.com. Facebook us, Twitter us at leswhowrite. It is a live account, even if TV doesn't post there. Or you can Instagram me at Clairefic. <laughs> and join us next time when we are going to be talking about, or sorry, when we're going to be asking the question, when should you leave your job to go writing full time? Do people know that it's not, you're, you're just going to a different job and it's a really hard job? No, but that's oh. something to discuss next week. <laughs> okay, okay. Until then, take care, keep writing. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lesbians Who Write. Follow us on Twitter at Les Who Write or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. 
and sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode. Head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time. Thank you.